and welcome to The Insatiable Appetite. I'm Judy Harris, Market Research Director and Current Director of Syndicated Research here at the Hartman Group. And I'm here with Andrea Kwamia, a consultant and lead qualitative researcher on our upcoming study titled Taste of Tomorrow, Navigating Food Through the Eyes of Gen Z and Alpha. Welcome, Andrea. Hi, Judy. I'm excited to jump right in and talk more about what to expect in this study and why everyone is buzzing about these two generations. But first, who are these consumers and how are we defining them? We're defining Gen Z as those between the ages of 13 and 26 and Gen Alpha as those who are newborn to ages 12. For this latter age group, we'll be talking to parents to get an early grasp on who they are and who they may become. Thanks, Andrea. Actually, we're hearing so much about these generations, but rather than focusing just on what we plan to cover in this this study, which we will do, um, let's take a slightly different approach and talk about why it is important for food and beverage companies to understand these consumers. Something beyond basic life stage information, like we know young consumers are picky eaters, which we probably will say in the report, but tell us why, um, why should marketers better understand these consumers and what do we already know about them? It's a great question. We already know that diversity and digital are two core trademarks of these generations. And this is especially true for those under 25, where over half of this generation describes their ethnicity as something other than being white only. And for many, this means blended cultures and lifestyles. And it's important to understand both groups as younger consumers move into the workforce and also give a diverse perspective when problem solving. It's important for us to understand these things when creating new products that address different consumer preferences and needs. But in terms of being digital, some have called Gen Z digital natives versus Gen Alpha, where the term digital first is starting to bubble up, which means a blending of digital experiences with physical experiences. So understanding how the next generation interacts with technology becomes important for different marketing campaigns, as well as the continued integration of online shopping. Yeah, both are important considerations. And these considerations come up again when we explore different beliefs and values among both the generations, the younger generations. So it's important for companies to understand that these changing factors and how a person's background impacts their purchasing and discovery habits. And we actually saw something similar to this in our last study, the sustainability report, which showed that consumers come to sustainability and then more specifically social justice perspectives from where they are, from where their mindset is, Um, whether it's prioritizing Black Lives Matter movement, the criminal justice system, recycling, or even pollution. And understanding consumers' values and beliefs will allow companies to make decisions on how to communicate new products and even better design and design packaging. Definitely. I really agree. I think the importance of understanding these generational cohorts really goes beyond life stages. It touches upon the array of concerns that directly connect to how these products that you are describing are developed and marketed, as well as the ability to um, achieve the objective of building and nurturing long-term consumer relationships. And by tuning into what Gen Z values versus maybe the preferences of 
their parents' generation or even beyond that, companies can identify and leverage specific trends that might resonate with them. And it's not merely about offering, you know, chatty solutions like sugar-free or low, low sugar, though these cater to their current health consciousness. It is also about understanding and aligning with their broader value systems and taste profiles, which we can't forget. Take, for example, their um, exploratory nature with food. Gen Z seems to be adventurous, embracing bolder flavors and unique combina combinations. Um, but their concerns do extend beyond the palate. Like you said, they show a pronounced commitment to ethical and environmental impacts. And in doing so, favor brands that demonstrate similar um, values, such as responsible sourcing and eco-friendly packaging. It's about crafting products that resonate on these layers of levels from, from flavor to value to, in order to build that genuine connection that this cohort prizes, which is authenticity, transparency, and as we said again, ethical action. That's great. And this is a lot about Gen Z, but why don't you mention what we're going to be looking at for Gen Alpha and whether we'll be discussing their tastes and preferences and how all that fits into this whole culture and why it's again important for marketers mm -hmm. yeah we definitely can't forget about gen alpha but when it comes to them we are still looking at a generation that is quite young and early in their consumer journeys we, it, we'd be remiss to not mention that parental and guardian guidance is is still very influential and plays a pivotal role in where they're going to gain their habits and interest in the early years while they're starting to seek ideas and explore with maybe friends and community, for now, the parents are really the gatekeepers to their experiences and preferences. And often they're the ultimate choice that they have in terms of what lens lands on the plate. It's still often through this lens that food companies really need to put effort into engaging and understanding. Not only this, but they're the curators of what it means to evolve in a food journey. So the way a parent engages with their food personally can often be just as integral in understanding the value system and foundations for Gen Alpha's future consumption patterns. That's true. And as researchers, we just want to be clear that with any generational study, some understanding is best revealed over time. And some of the findings that we come up with today um, will change, and this change will help shape the future as we move on. Um, however, through innovation and through the information that we are collecting, brands will be able to better understand where to connect to parents and when they're promoting products. They can also engage in relationship building, um, not only with the parents, but also with Gen Alpha themselves as they grow and begin making independent decisions. Exactly. It's definitely about planting seeds for the long haul. So, Andrea, let's talk a little bit more about technology. I know we showed in our food and technology study last winter um, that Gen Z consumers are the most likely to share personal information for things to for benefits, such as saving money on groceries. So why is it important to understand how younger consumers are using technology as it relates to discovery and food shopping and yeah. What we're doing yeah. Absolutely. Simply put, you know, this generation has grown up with information directly at their fingertips. And this impacts not just how they show up 
to shop for food, but also how they relate to brands. They're more likely to engage with brands that offer a very personalized experience. And often that's in exchange for their personal data. They're used to it and they expect things to be tailored to their preferences without much resistance. So when we delve deeper into the technology aspect, especially with Gen Z, we observe that they have a unique relationship with technology in the context of food discovery and shopping. And that's an intriguing shift in consumer behavior. It really seems that privacy might be a cur currency for Gen Z and that they're willing to spend um, if the payoff is right. So now considering Gen Alpha again, um, we're entering into somewhat uncharted territory here. As we mentioned er earlier, these children are growing up in a world where digital and physical realities are intertwined from the onset. So tell me, are we conducting this research to understand how the interplay will impact their food preferences? Or is that too soon to tell? I guess that's the million dollar question, isn't it? I mean, while it might seem premature to some, understanding Gen Alpha is vital. And that said, like you mentioned, our research isn't about predicting the immediate future. It's, it's about charting the course of how these generations shift and will evolve over time. For instance, life stage differences are bound to shift as Gen Alpha grow into themselves and in their purchasing power. Their food preferences currently in the formative stages and flavor preferences will mature as they do. So what one generation considers familiar is going to differ from the next and familiarity and expectations are key powerful tools um, shoppers as shoppers develop um, in terms of their purchasing power again. So really, we're not just tracking trends, rather, rather we're preparing to evolve with the consumers. So thank you, Andrea. That's it for this edition of the Insatiable Appetite. Um, thanks for tuning in and make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss these snackable insights. And until next time, thanks for listening.